Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. So price index our latest reading on inflation. We need to talk about weekly unemployment claims, give, share with you some data I've collected from me, Kevin, and much, much more. Today is Thursday, May 11th, and this is your daily financial news. Folks, let's get right into PPI. Remember, we had CPI, or Consumer Price Index, yesterday. Came in headline at 4.9. I was wrong, I thought 5.2. What about PPI? Remember, CPI is what you and I pay at the store, PPI or producer price index is really what the wholesale costs are. Don't know if you know this, but PPI headline had been going down for 11 months in a row. Let's see what happened. So headline reading was expected to be 0.3 month on month. It came in actual 0.2. So again, a beat to the right direction. Expectations were for 2.5, kind of cumulative came in at 2.3, again, a beat to the downside. But what about core? Remember CPI core is at 5.5, where headline uh, CPI is at 4.9, so we have seen a flip in the last two months where core has gone above uh, headline. What about PPI? Well, PPI expected to be 0.3, it too came in at 0.2. Expectations were for core to be 3.3, so higher than headline, uh, and it too came in slightly better at 3.2. So net-net, another sign that inflation is subsiding. Producer price index is likely to roll over or feed CPI in the months to come. So again, another light inflation reading, another reason the Fed will pause, in my opinion. We do get kind of two or three important numbers between here and what will be the next Fed meeting. That, of course, will be PCE, personal consumption expenditures, later this month. We will get the jobs number for uh, May in early June. And, of course, the final CPI reading right before the Fed decision, uh, which, again, I expect to be positive. But, yes, uh, I would expect rates to go down. I haven't checked, uh, given we're recording this live at 7 a.m., uh, and I had to drive to the office, so I haven't checked yet, but I expect rates to be down. What about unemployment claims? It is Thursday, and this is the weekly drumbeat that you and I can look at to see, is the Fed winning? And again, I think Powell and the Fed presidents have been very clear that the job market is strong, and they would like to see some of the pressure come off. So. We get weekly unemployment claims on Thursdays. Expectations were 245, 245. Um, last week they came in at 242. So there was expected uptick and they came in much hotter at 264,000. I don't think we've seen a, a reading of 264,000 in quite a while. Uh, it is uh, another sign that I think the economy is slowing. I'm still holding to my call that Q2 will be called a recession. 
but all the numbers are kind of leaning that direction. So I expect bond rates, the 10 year specifically to come down, mortgage rates to come down. Uh, so we will see if the slow march to sub 6% continues as I expect. How about Meet Kevin? Uh, I don't really watch, honestly, Meet Kevin on YouTube all that much, but I do follow him on Twitter. It's just easier for me to consume, right? 144 characters or whatever it is, much easier for me to digest Meet Kevin on Twitter. He expects 100 basis point cuts by January. If you follow my channel, you know that I think that's a little aggressive, but I thought we could put it on record and then you and I could look back. We have receipts and see who was right. Just to be clear, Meet Kevin sees the first cut in September, followed by October, followed by November, followed by January. So four successive meetings, taking us from 5% down to 4%. So I thought that was an interesting call. Now we have it on record and we can go back and look uh, later this year. I uh, want to shout out once more Danielle DiMartino Booth. Again, I've mentioned her a few times. She is someone that is worth following. Uh, she highlighted yesterday, or at least it was a video I found yesterday. It may have been produced earlier. There is a real-time, I don't know, AKA dashboard that is updated every day that traders use to highlight inflation. They do not rely on these government statistics that are at best late and at worst wrong or lies. They don't rely on that nonsense. They rely on this data capture and collection of hundreds of metrics to calculate daily inflation. It is called trueflation. And I don't think there's an E. I think it's just T-R-U-flation. Do yourself a favor, take a look at it. I looked at it this morning and it said the daily update was 3.72. This is best thought of as a comparison to CPI. It is end user inflation, right? We have talked about rent, owner's equivalent rent, housing, shelter being a lagging indicator. This trueflation, go ahead and look it up. I typed in trueflation.com. Again, I don't think it's with the E, so T-R-U-flation, all one word. Give it a look. Again, I looked this morning, I think it said 3.72. Uh, it was down 0.03%. Again, updated daily. Something we could look at every now and again. So check out Trueflation and shout out to Danielle DiMartino Booth who brought it to my attention. Um, let's talk about some earnings or other data that is um, company specific. Why don't we go to PacWest? PacWest is obviously a regional bank that is in great stress. This is exactly what I think Wall Street is trying to do. There was a video I produced uh, with Taylor from Life Goal Investments on Monday where I said Wall Street was playing dirty. I believe Wall Street is playing dirty. What do I mean by that? I believe Wall Street is shorting um, regional banks like PacWest. They are hammering the stock trying to make it fall. They successfully made PacWest fall. Now what happened is in the last week, in the last week at PacWest, they have seen 9.5% of deposits leave the bank. This is exactly what Wall Street wants. Wall Street wants to bang the stock, cut it in half, 
force mom and dad to get nervous and yank the money out of PacWest and put it at JP Morgan or Apple or SoFi or wherever they can feel more secure. And of course that is causing the stock to tank. Lo and behold, we may have another bank failure this weekend. This is what Wall Street is doing. And I know I heard Janet Yellen say that short selling is, she doesn't think short selling this or that, she's wrong. She's just wrong. She's wrong a lot. She's been wrong a lot since she was even Fed president. But again, this is what I talked about with Taylor on Monday. You can look it up. I think it says Wall Street plays dirty. This is exactly what they were looking for. They were going to get their shorts paid off in a big, big way. Other companies to talk about. How about Palantir? Uh, Palantir obviously had great earnings. They talked about being uh, cash flow positive all year. Uh, but I don't know if you know this. They had $50 million in gold bars. Yes, in 2021, Palantir bought $50 million in gold bars. Big old gold bars. Well, they just sold all of them. So from 2021 to now May of 2023, let's call it two years, because I actually don't know what month they bought. Let's just call it two years. They made nothing. They held the gold bar. They looked at it. I'm sure they took lots of pretty pictures. But in 2021, they bought it for $50.9 million. And two years later, they sold it for $51.1 or a profit of two hundred dollars But I'm sure there was insurance and holding costs and all that other stuff. They made no money holding the yellow metal. Other things to talk about as far as, oh, Disney. Disney lost 4 million subscribers but saw significant growth in their theme parks. And they said that guests are spending more time and more money on each visit. Yes, folks, the consumer is looking for experiences. Mom and dad are taking the kids to Disneyland and they are seeing a spike in um, park visits. Other uh, earnings, a couple more. We got Sonos, they missed and cut guidance. Uh, on the other end, Tapestry, think Coach and Kate Spade. Uh, they beat top line, beat bottom line, and actually raised guidance. So again, lots of stuff going on in the market. Let's talk about five places people want to live. Real Estate Channel, these articles always catch my attention. Uh, this was done by a company called House Fresh. They're essentially an air quality advisory website. I've never heard of them. But basically what they did is they reviewed Realtor.com data for the top 100 metros. And they basically said, how often are people looking in those metros? Like, for example, if I was shopping in Vegas, how many times did I look in Vegas? It's not just one time. I go back monthly, weekly, daily, whatever that is. So I thought that was interesting. So they did a whole article on the top 10. I'm just going to give you the top five. Uh, we'll actually go backwards. We'll go from five to one just for some suspense. So number five, the Upper East Side of New York. Number four, La Jolla, San Diego, California. Number three, Camelback, East Arizona. Hollywood Hills, LA, California. And then finally, Northeast Dallas, Texas. Yes, folks, Northeast Dallas, Texas, with a median home price of 465 had the most returning visits, which I thought was interesting. Uh, a couple other things to mention. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I am attending an event in Fresno, California on Saturday, May 13th with Jason Dean Stratton and many others. 
I hope to see you all there. If you're going to that event, leave a comment below. I'd love to take a picture, autograph your books and whatnot. You can still get tickets. Uh, if you'd like, just leave a comment. I'll add the link. Uh, but yes, I think they're I think they're 49 bucks after discount, something like that. Uh, so I hope to see you there. And then more importantly, on May 21st, Sunday, May 21st, you can be one of 100 people asking questions of Millennial Mike, Lumberjack Landlord, Dion Talk, and myself about your portfolio, about what to do, about how to get prepared. Look at deals, whatever you want. Think of this as deal reviews, portfolio reviews. For a measly 47 bucks, you can have four people uh, who are in the game for a while at different levels answer your questions. It is thousands of dollars of free consulting. Make sure you join. I think we have 60 seats left, something like that. So this will sell out. Please sign up today. I'd love to get this thing sold out so we can just move on and execute. But yes, link below, sign up. I'll see you there. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.